Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. And a happy Friday to you, sir. Happy Friday. It is the end of the week. I feel like we deserve this end of the week. (laughs) In fact, I was wanting to ask you, you know, VBS is over. Why are you here? You know why I'm here today? Because Sunday's coming. <laughs> and this coming Sunday, um, in a, in a, something else to keep in mind besides the joy and encouragement of gathering for worship, it's Father's Day. Can we make that public service announcement for all the listeners? Don't forget well, your you dad. We do it for Mother's always, Day. We always do it for Mother's. Well, I know how the guys are, and usually moms are a lot better about those things. But, but yeah. you know, just let's be fair. Uh, we got Father's Day coming up this Sunday, so do something nice for your dad. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, kids. Kids. As if my kids are listening. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 7, as we yeah. wrap up the week. Oh, oh yeah. And, but of course, even though it is Father's Day, it is also the Lord's Day, we will be meeting and worshiping. Well, yes, of course. So yes. we want everyone, while you're doing nice things for your dad, if you're in the Tampa area, come join us. Yes, absolutely. Come and worship, and we'll probably have a, a great sermon to encourage the family, encourage dads. Probably. We'll, probably, and <laughs> and uh, we'll, 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 it'll be good. <laughs> I think that's the cue that we just need to get into what we're better at, which is talking about Hebrews. Well, Hebrews chapter 7. I think we're better at it. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 26. For it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He has no need, like those high priests, to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins, and then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints men in their weakness as high priests. But the word of the oath, which came later than the law, appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. So laying out here the superiority of the priesthood of Melchizedek and, of course, of Jesus Christ, the son as our high priest over and against the priesthood of Aaron and the Levitical priesthood, I am struck by the the descriptions here of Christ, holy harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, higher than the heavens. It it says it was fitting that we get a high priest like that. Does God think so much of us that we need a high priest like that? Well, I'll tell you what. I think is if yeah, he does sound great. <laughs> he, he is a fantastic, fabulous high priest, and and so so ruminate and meditate upon the greatness of our high priest. Uh-huh. Your question really fits though my own thinking because as I read through this the first time and maybe even the first who knows how many times. I'm just like, yeah, you know, hey, it's fitting. I guess I just wasn't thinking about that very much, but it sure sounds like you guys are awesome. You deserve a priest like this. You it's, need a it's really great fitting. priest. You, you are great. You need a great priest. It yeah. is fitting. You're so great. It is fitting that you have a priest like this. I do not think when when I when I start focusing on that and trying to actually think it through, I have to say. I, he can't be saying that. No. <laughs> because, it's, Andrew, you are not that great. No, I'm, I'm definitely not that great. I, <laughs> fit, fitting must be reflecting upon something else. In my I think own so. Unless, unless it's this, Edwin. Unless it's actually reflecting upon the greatness of our need. Yes. Okay. That yes, I'm Actually, with you on my that. need is so great that uh, Aaron or any man, uh, you know, any mortal, that's the word I'm looking for, any mortal high priest— 
is a purely mortal high priest is not going to fill it because he's weak also and he's sinful also. The need is so great. We have to have this whole other kind of high priest. Verse 28, for the law appoints men in their weakness as high priest. Okay, go back to what we were talking about the other day where it said the law was set aside because of its weakness and its uselessness, its unprofitability, I think the New King James said. Here we find out where the weakness is. It's not that God and his law are weak. It's the fact that he's working with weak people. Mm -hmm. And the only people he has on earth to draw from for priesthood are these people who are weak. And they're weak because of their own sins. And when I recognize their own weakness, the fact that they are not holy, mm-hmm. they're sinful, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're vulgar, they're base, they're mundane, they're not set apart and sacred and holy, not on their own, on, only if God makes them that. Yeah, and, and so what, what, what we're seeing here is uh, a, a humbling, I guess. Yeah. In, instead of thinking about the fittingness of this high priest somehow speaks to my pride in any way, it actually is emphasizing you need to be humble. Mm-hmm. You are great, greatly in need. Yeah. So I, I want to weak. I wanna, I'm weak. I want to walk through these terms here real quick. I, I mentioned the holy one with Aaron and the priest. They're not innocent. They were guilty. Mm. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we just talked about what, what was one of Aaron's first acts as the leader of God's people yeah, yeah. to help them worship a golden calf. And, and yet that was the charge. It's, it's those words are found in Leviticus, be holy for I, I am, am holy. holy. Yes. Yeah, but who is the one that's holy? Well, it's actually Jesus Christ. Yes. I will, and then with Nadab and Abihu. Oh, yeah. By those who come near me, I will be glorified. That's right. He says they were not innocent. They were guilty. Mm-hmm. Unstained, undefiled. Are you kidding yeah. me? Stained, defiled. This is the problem. There, there, there are even times when because of their own sinfulness, they can't even fulfill God's requirements for them as priests. Separated from sinners? Absolutely not. They are yeah. smack in the middle. They're not just hanging out with sinners. They are actually sinners themselves. They are of a cloth with sinners. I was going to say it's it's an interesting study to go through different priests in the Old Testament. And you see that you, you honestly, you have just such a mixed bag with those, just like studying kings. You know, I, I think about uh, in First Samuel with Eli, who's the high priest, and he had his sons, and they were totally corrupt. They're like, uh, you know... Uh, it sounds like stealing from the people. It sounds like uh, uh, abusing women and, I mean, just terrible things. Uh, Eli himself is rebuked for being a bad father and allowing these things to go on. Yes. You know, but hey, but these were the priests. These are the priests. This is the high priest. Yes, absolutely. I don't know why we would go to high priests. There's a bunch of hypocrites there. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's the way, you know, and then that's that's the struggle. If we're going to make any people from among us the mediator, the right. intercessor, right. we've got the problem of that person is actually going to be just like me. What I need is someone different from me. I don't need someone who is of the earth and earthy. I need someone, and the last term here, exalted above the heavens. Which very slyly, what our Hebrew author does is remind us of one of the early Psalms that he quoted, Psalm 8. Hmm. Because you remember early in the Hebrews, he wanted to refer back to that idea of the Son of Man being made a little bit lower than the heavenly beings, okay, the angels. Yeah. Chapter 1. But remember how that Psalm start, started. 
O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Mm. And that is exactly where our priest is. He is exalted. He is the glory of God. I mean, that's how Hebrews started. He's the exact imprint of the nature of God. He is the glory of God. He has been exalted above the heavens. Mm-hmm. We, we saw him for a little while made lower than the angels but he, or, or the heavenly beings, depending on your translation, but he has now been exalted above the heavens. And that is not where Aaron is. Yeah. That is not where Aaron's sons are. Whether you're talking about Eli or his boys, whether you're talking about Abiathar or his boys, oh, yeah. or you're talking about Caiaphas and Annas and their boys, n- none of them, mm-hmm. none of them. And you know, we didn't have the timelines in our Bible classes with frowny-faced priests and smiley-faced priests. We don't, we don't have that. But we would really, as you just pointed out, say the same thing about them that we have to say about the kings. You know, we talk about good kings and bad kings. Really what we have is bad kings and not quite good enough kings. Not quite good enough kings. And that's what we have with the priests. None of them are good enough to be the kind of priest that we need. I even think about in the Gospel of John when there are priests who were coming to believe that Jesus was the Christ, but they would not confess him. Mm. They were afraid. Yeah. They wanted the praise of men instead of the praise of God. I mean, the, the again, the weakness just manifests itself in so many ways. Well, think about this. You brought up a couple weeks ago the, the fact that in Acts, what is in Acts chapter 5, it actually says some among the priests were becoming disciples and Christians. Yes, they were then. What a powerful conversion that is, mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. step back and say, you don't need me as a priest, we I need someone else as a priest. That is a powerful and, conversion. And it might be that the priests themselves, uh, you know, on, on the one hand, I see that as a shocking conversion, but maybe it's the fact that when you have someone who took their priesthood seriously— it may be that some of these questions racked them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's in reality, there, there are folks that think being good is not all that hard. That's because they haven't tried to be truly good. <laughs> that's because their standard yeah. of being truly good is so low oh, and base. Because when, when you start trying to look at what the scripture says about being good and you start really trying to work at it, uh, what, what you find, a friend of mine on his Facebook group the other day asked the question about, you know, what frustrates you about your walk as a Christian? And what I had to say was just because I'm so bad at I'm it. I'm so bad at it. And, yeah. it's, and it takes actually trying at it mm-hmm. to know that. So maybe it's yeah. not surprising that some of the priests were converted because these are the guys, if they're taking their priesthood seriously, that are going to be constantly reminded of how far short they fall. I'm not holy. I'm not unstained. I don't deserve to be a mediator, an intercessor. I need one. And when they hear about Jesus as the ultimate one, wow, where else could you turn? So one of the things that I see at the end of this uh, reading here, at the uh, verse 27 and verse 28 emphasizing the weakness and the need, even among the priests, is that they're doing these sacrifices daily. They're offering these sacrifices daily. And that is different with the high priest, Jesus Christ. He is able to do his sacrifice once for all. For all. Once for all time. Once for all time. The sacrifice that saves was the one sacrifice. Well, well, think about it. When you've got a defiled priesthood, what kind of sacrifices are they offering? Yeah. They're, they're really actually offering defiled sacrifices. Yes, I, I know God had his law and his plan by which he allowed that to work. But as we said the other day, it wasn't because intrinsically any of that was working. Right. It was because that was all pointing toward the thing that would work. Mm-hmm. And by faith and grace... God allowed that 
Yes. And he let that progress until the true priest and the true sacrifice came along. Mm -hmm. And that's who Jesus is. And so he didn't have to offer sacrifice again and again and again and again, because he did not have to offer for his own sins, and because his sacrifice was not at all defiled. There was no defilement in it whatsoever. You know, Edwin, uh, as we're wrapping up chapter 7, and I see the clock's kind of ticking down, uh, this is, you were pointing this out, this is like the third time we've had a callback to Jesus as high priest, like at a chapter break or in the in the telling of Hebrews yeah. and the writing of Hebrews. I think that's important. Yeah, you get to the end of what we have as chapter 2, and it reminds us about our high priest and how we can go to him for help. We get mm-hmm. to the end of chapter 4, and it reminds us about the kind of high priest we have, the high priest that we need. And because he is the high priest we need, we can, we can go to the throne of grace for mercy and help in our time of need. And now we get here to the end of chapter 7, and it's talking again about drawing near to God through this high priest. He is the high priest that we need. Mm-hmm. It's not, you guys are so great, so I found a priest that was great for you. Yeah. It's the fact that you guys were so needy. I found the only priest that could get the job done. Yeah. I found the one that was appropriate and suitable and fitting to your need. Mm-hmm. And as we piece together these these kind of concluding statements and these arguments about priesthood, we, we recognize that what we can do is we can come into the Holy of Holies. We can draw near to God through him as priest because that's where he is. He is right there. Yeah. That's what we heard at the end of chapter 6. And here he is, and this is the because he is this kind of priest, because he is the priest that we need, yeah. we can go to God through him. So these next couple of chapters and where we're going in our next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about the, the administration of this high priest after the order of Melchizedek. And we're going to be able to see, uh, as we are already discovering, the, the types, the shadows, the forerunning of these sacrifices, of all of this system, uh, which gives us really a context and a context for the ages to appreciate Jesus on the cross, to appreciate the sacrifice and then the resurrection. Well, if we have a new one who mediates the covenant, who mediates the covenant not based on the law, mm-hmm. then then what we're expecting is a different covenant. A new covenant. And that's where we're moving into. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think it's time to wrap up our week, brother. Why don't you go ahead and close us out with a prayer? Our great God and Father, we thank you that by your grace— You invite us to draw near to you through our high priest, Jesus Christ. Father, our need is great, and there is no one who can fill it. Not when we appreciate, Father, that we must have a high priest who is holy, who is innocent, who is unstained, who is separate, who is exalted, who is all those things that that we fail to be, all those things that you deserve for us to be. Thank you, Father, for the sacrifice in the gospel that would cleanse us, forgive us, redeem us, and that we can come to you through Christ. And we pray that this day that we might serve, strive to follow our Lord, our King of righteousness, our King of peace, Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. 
Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.